This is Asasi Podcast, enabled by Asasi Radio. The following presentation was previously aired on Asasi Radio. Welcome to Sunday night on Asasi Radio 995 and also watching us live on Facebook. My name is Kent Mensah. In Ghana, as in other parts of the world, royalty is revered but especially if it adorns a personality of good repute. And that is certainly who Nana Susubibi, Kobia Asante, is. Long before he was installed as Omanhene of Asante Asokwari, however, he was in his private life as Dr. Samuel K.B. Asante, a man who drew reverence everywhere he went, courtesy of a career that saw him shine as a legal luminary. His expertise has been felt in international circles, as well as in Ghana, his homeland, where, among other things, he helped establish the framework of what has since blossomed into one of Africa's most enduring democracies. It is a privilege, then, to have his regal presence grace this edition of Sunday Night, affording us rich insight into the hallowed institution of law and chieftaincy. Thank you very much, Nana. You're welcome. welcome. You are in your 90th <coughs> birthday week. Correct. How have you been? Very well, by God's grace. Mm. What keeps you going? Well, <laughs> um, faith in God, uh, commitment to work. Uh, I'm not very active uh, so far as work is concerned mm. because I'm virtually retired. Yeah. But I do a lot of things which give me intellectual stimulation. I write papers. I'm in the middle of writing a book. Um, I'm in touch uh, with uh, various organizations that uh, I'm a member of, like the Ghana Academy of Arts and Sciences, the Ghana Association of Retired Civil Serv International Civil Servants, my own traditional area as mm. Paramount Chief of Asantia Sokori, uh, the National Peace Council. Mm. So these are the things which engage me. Of course, I have my family right, also. Yeah. It doesn't look like you are actually on retirement <laughs> because <laughs> you have a lot running. And then yes. I could see um, yes. you, you have very yes. good and kind friends around you. They pull a birthday surprise on you. <laughs> How did you take it? Well, you know, children do things that um, uh, are endearing, although they take one by surprise. So mm -hmm. I certainly enjoyed it. Mm. Enjoyed mm. it, and I'm very grateful uh, for my children for doing that mm. for me. It, it, it brings to light what we've been doing in our days now. We want to um, try to be stubborn and pull surprises on our uh, parents. Yes. Um, I, I just want to ask you, um, does that take you to your childhood days when you were very young? What, what were some of the uh, memory of, of your childhood? All right. Well, I lived in Asokore. Asokore is in uh, uh, Asante. It's near Drabbing and Epidrasi, if you know the area. Mm. If you're going to Kumasi, you branch off at a jizzle, and it's about 12 miles from that area. The district is known as um, Sechra East District. Okay. The neighboring towns are Epidrasi, Drabbing, Oyoko, and then further on you have Kumau and Mampong. Mm. I was... Um, Living with my 
uh, mother and grandmother um, when I was a little boy. Okay. Uh, and the major thing in my childhood mm. was my attendance at Asokoro Methodist School. Okay. That's where I became even aware of my, my, my childhood. Mm. And Asokoro Methodist School was famous in those days because it was the only senior elementary school. People came from all neighboring towns mm. and villages to attend. And I would like to point out that uh, my classmate was the late Professor Edubuahin, oh. <laughs> who was sat in the same class. Mm. Um, and I was encouraged uh, to, to go beyond ele elementary school by my school teachers, particularly my headmaster, mm. who pointed out that if I really presented myself for the entrance examination to Achimota College in those days, um, I may be admitted with a scholarship. Mm. But this sounded so remote. And in fact, I was dissuaded from doing so by a senior student who said, oh, nobody goes from Asakore village <laughs> to, to Achimota. <laughs> the headmaster comes to me in the following year and said, why didn't you do it? And I mm. said, well, I'm, I'm told that the likes of us are not welcome. And he said, well, what nonsense. <laughs> uh, so he urged me to do it in the following year. I was in Sun Sex in those days, 1945. Okay. And that uh, brought me admission and uh, scholarship to Achimota. And the whole thing, that, uh, my whole career then changed mm. as, a, as a result of mm. that. So, I'm very, very grateful to my teachers, and uh, <clears throat> he was not alone. There was uh, Ebenezer Adam, okay. who himself had been a, uh, a graduate of Achimota Teacher Training College. He came from the North, Tamale, and um, he came and taught us in Standard 4. Edibuahe uh, and I were mm. taught by him. He couldn't speak tree, so he taught us in English. Whoa. Being taught in English in those days mm -hmm. was a big thing. Um, one of the uh, teachers also got a scholarship to go to uh, Cambridge, um, Timothy Ansa. Okay. Uh, by the way, um, teacher Adams, um, the one that I mentioned earlier, yeah. he actually ended being a member of Nkrumah's cabinet. Wow. Yeah, so these were teachers who were inspiring us. Mm -hmm. There was also one called J.K. Buafo, uh, one called Kweguan uh, Ponsanfa. All these people became graduates eventually through their own exertions. So their, their own industry inspired mm -hmm. us. Mm. So it was like uh, the relationship between you, uh, the student, and teachers then was quite uh, uh, very close and cordial, right? Yes, yes, mostly, uh, except one, <laughs> one teacher who, who thought I had um, misbehaved and had me uh, really subjected to very gruesome punishment. Wow. Uh, what did you do? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's a very interesting incident. I still remember it. Mm -hmm. His name was Vanderpoy. Wow. And he said I was late to class. Mm. So instead of punishing me himself, he gave <laughs> the business of actually administering lashes wow. to one of my fellow students. Whoa. Now, of course, at school, uh, the, the student uh, was beaten by me. <laughs> so, 
he really sort of went to town. Wow. Uh, and I thought he had displayed sadism and all the rest mm. and had been encouraged by this teacher. Wow. So after classes, this teacher was calling me and I refused to, to attend the call and said I had been disrespectful and I, I should be dismissed from school. Oh, you got really, and even they quarreled with the headmaster and they said, oh, mm. you have been too <laughs> excessive. Eventually, to satisfy him, mm -hmm. um, I was punished publicly wow. by laying. Laying means that you have four, four strong boys hold mm -hmm. your hands. In public? You know, two hands, two S, and then ask one of the teachers to really administer lashes, but wow. 12 were the best. And when they finished, I was literally numb. Wow. <laughs> so that was, but apart from that, you know, I, I got every support from mm. them. Mm. And um, I have very, very um, favorable memories mm. of my school. Mm. What, what was your, the relationship with, you said you were staying with your mom and grandmother, right? Yes. Yeah, so where was your dad then? My father was separated from my mother oh, in those okay. days. It was subsequently after, went, well, it was towards the end of elementary school mm. that I got to know him. And he was supportive of my secondary education together with my mother. But my mother mm. was the main force mm. in my education. And my grandmother was a stabilizing factor because oh. my mother used to travel mm. a lot, mm -hmm. uh, going to Accra, Boise, Dunkau, Takwa, Kumasi, okay. on retail trading. And the stabilizing factor was, was my grandmother. Wow. So I'm very grateful to them, mm. yes. Did you have um, siblings then? Were you At that time, I did not. But it, it was um, just a year or two after elementary school, yes. I had two sisters. Okay. And eventually a third sister. Mm. Yeah, that's what, right. what, what, what was the relationship like with your other siblings? Who oh, very good indeed. Very good. Unfortunately, because I went to... At Chimota, and from there, I went to England for a long time. The interaction was not that, mm. um, you know, solid. Okay. Uh, so, the, but when I came back, it resumed good relations. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Mm. Came so, back. Yeah. Okay. So um, let's fast forward um, to days of your headmaster encouraged you to apply for a scholarship or like yeah. yes. you initially didn't want to because a senior <laughs> I was intimidated you. by a senior from exactly then <laughs> later you did and yes how did you receive the news when you finally heard I was that delighted you... mm. I was delighted uh, because I was the first person to go to Achimota directly from a school in the rural area, wow. you know, there were people going from Achimota from Kumasi, some of the um, biggest, but from Masakorian, first of all, the one school which would uh, qualify somebody to consider school was my school. Mm. Uh, if you had gone to um, Infancipim, mm -hmm. for example, the late uh, Justice of Japan, okay. he was my senior, mm. he went from there to Infancipim. There was also Dr. Amufa, the father of Ureku Amufa. Okay. He also went to um, France. And then the, there are others who went to Western College, Kumasi. This was our big university, mm, so to speak. Yeah. But going to Achimota was a very bold idea. Mm -hmm. And if I hadn't had this encouragement, 
um, it would never have happened. Mm. Then mm. subsequently, others followed me. You know, the boy it is on the Admarcons. You were the pioneer. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> right. Yes. But how was life like in that you were first day at school and then subsequently uh, um, being in Accra? How was life like? <laughs> Um, um, there's a picture here which I can show you. Uh, okay. there's, when I first went to Achmodes, right, right on top of me. Mm. I was very small physically. Um, so that caused a little, you know, sort of uh, comment, particularly from the senior girls. <laughs> How could any mother <laughs> send such a little boy, boy. <laughs> to school 200 miles away? Wow. Um, so. Um, but you know, the, the, the senior girls uh, sort of treated me like a, <laughs> a little boy, mm. and uh, one of them actually used to do my laundry and everything wow. for me. Uh, the late Juliana Mogotfred, who became Mrs. Uh, Okay. Um, my colleagues in the class, well, sometimes you hear somebody say, oh, my, 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 I'll beat you. <laughs> and whether it was said with the uh, intention to inflict mm -hmm. physical harm or by way of bluff, it always sent a terror through, mm -hmm. <laughs> through mm -hmm. those of us who were, mm -hmm. um, you came from the, uh, you know, the hinterland. Right, yes. mm. But eventually, we became I was very active in extracurricular activities. Okay. As I moved toward the senior classes, I was uh, very much involved in the Plato Club. Okay. Eventually, I ended as a student head of the Plato Club, which was an intellectual okay. group. When I was in the sixth form, I was in the um, literary society and the classical society. I was the editor of the school magazine called oh. um, Achimotan, and another one for the system called The Light. Mm. So these were my things. Uh, I was also a monitor, not a prefect, a monitor in Carberry House wow. uh, uh, in the years 1951 to 52, mm. <laughs> when I was in the sixth form. So intellectually, uh, I was quite all right. Mm. My uh, ability to uh, Sports was limited. I said, <laughs> I served in the reserve of the second, <laughs> the second <laughs> eleven of a cabaret house. Was it because of your physique? <laughs> yeah, well, I actually, uh, I, I knew how to play ball, but mm -hmm. not for the bigger balls. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Yes. And I, I, I guess um, based on the fact that you said you were um, editor for the school magazine and yes, also in the right. little club, I yes. guess you were reading us then. Yes, yes. Okay. I read, though, of course, at the O level, mm. we did general science yeah. and um, all the others which were compulsory. But in the sixth form, I read uh, arts. Oh, okay. Yes, English, history, literature, history, geography, and Latin. Mm. Mm. Did, uh, you, did, you, did you suffer any form of um, abuse? Uh, you being bullying, you, they bullying you because you were. No, uh, the bullying was. In the first year. The first year, okay, that's usual. But, uh, but I was lucky because I had a senior who uh, came from my area mm. who was a prefect, prefect Kwakwa. Okay. And he used to protect me in his wow. shop <laughs> box room. And <laughs> uh, so I, I didn't have much. Mm. The, on the contrary, when I was in Form 3, I recall Bonito Olympio, you know, the son of. Uh, 
the famous Olympia who, who be, later on became president. In Togo? In Togo. Oh. His son came mm. in 1948. I was in Cabri House. So very fanciful car and all the rest <laughs> and people following him. And as soon as he landed, mm. the Gazanini boy kneeled down. Wow. <laughs> and the senior, my senior, um, Kwashiyad said, get away, Asante, get away. But mm. his father, you know, the one who became black, was just amused. He was yeah. laughing. It was so funny to him. <laughs> you see this little boy try to bully you. Bully his son. Wow. Uh, so we went through, uh, there were no challenges. Yeah. I've always said that challenges are, the word challenges and Achimota are incompatible. Mm. If you had everything, good science uh, facilities, uh, science laboratories, um, excellent teachers, both uh, um, expatriates and, mm. and Africans. The Africans yeah. were very much uh, role models. You know, people like Riberio mm -hmm. and Odoi and uh, Maure Poku and um, uh, who was that name? Uh, Mills, mm. um, Ephraim Amu was wow. a teacher. Um, uh, Felix Beho, mm -hmm. the music, uh, Atefua. These, these were people who had been abroad yeah. mm. and came back. Uh, though they were a minority on the staff, they were very much our role models mm. in the sense that we too could go and come back. Mm. What, 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 what would you say um, could be your take uh, when, when, when you left Achimota, you could beat your chest and say that these are the positive traits that I took from All Achimota. right. First of all, <clears throat> the facilities for learning were really first rate. Mm. When the results of the school certificate came, ordinary came, other schools, there were a few schools, we're lucky if they had two or three mm. grade ones. In my year, there were 90-something uh, students, and a third of us got grade one mm. easily. Wow. Uh, about uh, half of us got A's in history. and So the opportunities for learning were extraordinary. Okay. If you compared the facilities with those at Accra Academy, mm. there was no comparison at all. Although Accra Academy people also did well, yeah. miraculously, despite their limitations. The second thing was the, um, the integration that Achimota brought. You know, it was like a crucible for nation building. Yeah. People were made to feel that they belonged to one entity. And we had our song from Gambaga to Accra, mm. which demonstrated yeah. that we were all one. So there were no cleavages or uh, tribal sort of uh, divisions or anything of that sort. The third uh, thing about Achimota which I liked was the emphasis on um, combining the best in Western culture with the best in African culture. You had great exponents of African culture like uh, Ephraim Emu, uh, who made us feel that there was some something special in our uh, traditional heritage. Uh, so this made, made me very reflective. And finally, you know, <clears throat> so far as going abroad is concerned, we had the agri-idea of black and white 
United, you know, the motor of Ajmada is put yeah. on uh, uh, sent. Uh, let our people uh, uh, unite. Okay. And the idea that if you play something on the black uh, keys in the, on the piano, mm -hmm. you get some sort of music. Play something on the white, you get something. But if you combine, then you get a proper mm. uh, harmony. Uh, so, as a result of Achimota, when we went, I went to England, mm. and we, uh, my colleagues went to England and also went to Germany and other things, there was a certain confidence. By the time you finished Achimota, you were prepared to compete with anybody. Mm. And uh, we didn't have any complex, and it showed when we went, you know, we competed very well. Mm with our fellow students, whether in England or Germany or America. These are the things that I saw in Achimota. Mm. Mm. Did you ever get to um, hear of any nickname that they give to you? Did what? Did you ever get to hear of any nickname that they give to you <laughs> while in school? <laughs> oh, that not, not really much, no. In those days, I think nicknames were just uh, my son. Tells me that he went to Achimota at that mm. time. Everybody had a nickname. Mm. I don't recall, uh, but I can tell you one. In my dormitory, mm. in my dormitory, uh, all the um, members of my dormitory gave themselves uh, nicknames. Mm. Uh, somebody was Timakoy, somebody was this, somebody was this. And they decided to give me a, a nickname, <laughs> uh, Gabby Hayes, Hayes, which is some sort of American, yeah. <laughs> American uh, uh, film act, uh, actor who mm. looked a little kindly. And <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Right. Those are school, school days. School, school, yeah. uh, it, comes with, it comes with it when we are in school. Yeah. Uh, but all this while, um, did you have a dream or have you settled on what you wanted to be in future? Well, uh, you know, this went through a number of things. When I was in elementary school, mm. uh, we used to have inspectors of school coming, and somebody called uh, Anand, who subsequently became a very high official in Krumah's government. He came, and I thought this was one when one son four, uh, with Edubuahin. Uh, and I was a little boy, as I said. He observed me for a while. Mm. And then said, little boy, what would you like to, to become when you, you grow up in future? So I said, uh, I want to be a lawyer. <laughs> and you know, my classmates roared with dismissive laughter. Wow. They, they thought this was so absurd, yes. so to speak. <laughs> and why? Because at that time in 43, a lawyer was a very rare phenomenon. Mm in Ashanti. There were no more than two lawyers, wow. except for Jane Prempe, Henry Prempe. And in those days, one could not become a lawyer unless one belonged to an affluent family, mm. uh, which would um, sponsor your legal education mm -hmm. abroad. There was no university in Ghana, and still less, when we came out that university, there was no law department. Mm. And even getting to a secondary school, I just told yeah. you, what, there were only 12 secondary schools, mm. about 12, I would say, in the whole of the country. Mm. And so getting to secondary school and then um, 
getting a scholarship to go and read uh, a subject um, in England, which was the usual time. Later on in our time, people could go to Germany to study medicine. Yeah. All these were very sort of remote, mm. you know, eventualities. So to talk of law in 43 was just a, you know, a <laughs> fantasy. Mm. So when I went to Achimota, um, within three years of my going to Achimota, the university college was established. And the university college had the basic um, uh, subjects in the arts and the sciences. Yeah. History was a very, very uh, promising area. So I settled for doing history mm. at Legon and did the uh, examination for entrance to, to Legon. And I was waiting for the uh, results when a scholarship mm -hmm. for law okay. appeared in the papers. Apparently the government, since we were approaching independence, mm -hmm. wanted to train lawyers to come and man the government legal departments. Oh, okay. Attorney General's departments, Lance department, registered generals, and so forth and so on. And so we, I applied, and uh, the board at that time, scholarship board, was chaired by no less than the father of our president, the late Edward Akufuadu, you know, a very prominent lawyer in those days. <coughs> and um, eventually, I won the scholarship to read law. Mm. So law sort of came accidentally in my way, mm -hmm. and that's how I became a wow. lawyer. Yeah. Wow, wow, <laughs> yeah. I was going to do history. I still love history. Mm -hmm. Yes, mm -hmm. yeah. You're watching Sunday night on Facebook as a C radio and also listening to us on our radio 995. Um, my name is Kent Mensah. My guest is the Omahine of Asante Asokori, um, Nanasu Subibri Kobia Asante. We are taking him through his journey as a lawyer and also as an arbitrator. So, Nana, um, from Achimota, you went to Legon. You had... No, I didn't go to Legon. Okay, okay, so from Achimota... I went to the University of Nottingham. Okay, sure. So you saw um, an advert in the papers, right? That's correct. Yeah, so you had a scholarship to the university. Yes. So how was life like over there? Well, um, it was very interesting. Um, I met the late B.J. Darota there, mm. he was my senior. I went with uh, my classmate, Mr. J.K. Adjaman, who became a very prominent lawyer. The first person to go to Achimota with the government scholarship was the late Philip Archer, okay. who was eventually became Chief Justice. Uh, while I'm on this, uh, I should mention that um, the late uh, just Chief Justice I.K. Aban also went to Achimota. He okay. was one year behind me. The late Peter Alajete also went to, not Achimota, but in Nottingham. We are talking about Nottingham now. Um, Dominic Mills and Cromwell Christ. If you have heard the names, oh, and the Dominic Mills became Registrar General. Mm. Cromwell Chris died a little early. He was, in fact, um, a TV personality. <laughs> um, so, it was 
a small law department. Mm. There were no more than a hundred students from all over. Um, there were obviously the majority were English students, but the colonial government had identified Nottingham as a good university for okay. sending future government lawyers. And so we met some Malaysian and Hong Kong mm. uh, and Singaporean uh, law uh, scholarship holders also. Um, one of them became a very good friend of mine, became speaker of um, uh, Singapore. Okay. Another uh, became uh, the foreign minister of Malaysia. And one of them, I didn't meet him, but he was one of the rotating sultans who became head of state in Malaysia. Mm -hmm. They have a, one of the sultans acting as head of state in a rotation. Oh, okay. That's right. And our teachers were very dedicated. Um, we competed well um, in the first seminal examination. My friend, J.K. Ajman, and myself came top. Um, I also participated very effectively in extracurricular activities like the debating society. Okay. I was elected secretary of the University Debating Society. In my hall of residence, I was elected to the governing committee. Um, so we, we, we had um, uh, an excellent environment mm. for literature. And the quality of our uh, lecturers was absolutely first rate. Mm. Eventually, they became very, very uh, renowned internationally. So when we, I left, uh, Nottingham okay. for London for my LLM, uh, there was no problem at all. Okay. Yeah. So from law, uh, then you then proceeded to you returned to Ghana. No, no. To... From the LLM, <clears throat> my scholarship was a peculiar scholarship. Mm. Thank you for listening to Assassin Podcast. Follow Asasi Radio on Twitter at Asasi Radio 995 or share your feedback via feedback at asasiradio.com.